I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually just do it? it? Makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that man. Makes sure. Supercoach 360 podcast. G'day, I press record this time. Welcome to Supercoach 360. How you doing? It is your boy Juzzy J. I called it on myself. Year three. We finally got there, boys. I understand the game now. You got to press record before you start recording. There you go. Year uh, four, isn't it? Pardon? Year four, isn't it? But yeah, we're three full years. You're right, three full seasons. Um, but here we are back again in the coach's box, talk super coach, uh, NRL, everything about it, what you need to know. Uh, it's a massive week. It's it's the price change. I mean, the voice you heard a second ago was, of course, my faithful companion, Con. If you are new to the podcast, uh, if you're not, welcome back. It's great to have you. If you're on Facebook, jump in the live, say good day. How you doing, buddy? Good, good mate. How are you? How yeah. are you, everyone? Look at the camera when you say that. There you go. I kind of did. Kind of. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm good, buddy. How are you? Did you manage to see a few games over the weekend? Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> oh, there Sorry. you go. Watched everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Very nice. A couple of good games. There was a few good games, games of footy. So uh, first quick takes on NRL in 2022. What is the differences now that we've seen a couple of rounds? What are you starting to notice um, supercoach-wise and football-wise? Well, super cash wise, obviously the points, low scores, have hey? dried up, yeah, a lot. Is like it just because some teams scores as well? Exactly. Is it just because some teams haven't clicked right in the gear yet, or Definitely. is it? I mean, is it that like just crazy line speed that you are seeing, uh, in from defensive lines across the competition? I would say. No, I think yeah, they're just warming up once everyone's fit, ready to go. Got all their timing right and shit. The scores will start to amp up big time. Yeah. So, uh, what about the uh, the Simbins? Have you noticed? Have you noticed that the the, the new doctor uh, is obviously something else which has come in uh, throughout the season. So, how would you say that that effect is now having on the game? I mean, I'm noticing straight away penalties and Simbins for pretty much any head high contact. Uh, which results in a player going down. I believe Baz addressed it in his press conference the other day about he doesn't lock, you know, coach his players to lie down, um, but he might. Yeah. If it, you know, if it becomes a tactic of the game, have you noticed anything with the adjudication uh, side of things? I mean, I'm, is there's a lot of whistles being blown, isn't there? There is, but I don't think it's any worse than what we've seen at the start of last season. I think they're just trying to get everyone in line early. Put them in their places so we can move on. With like a couple of them, where players have laid down and tried to get the penalty, the bunkers come back and said, "Look, it's not charge worthy. Play on," which I really like. I want to see more of it, and I think that's been a positive because last year pretty much it was just penalty, penalty, penalty. So 
Um, apart from that, I'm kind of lost your question, sorry. <laughs> uh, have you noticed anything, yeah, about your adjudication and the way the game is being officiated at the moment, which is having an effect on Supercoach? Or do you think it's just the team's not clicking or is it the defensive line speed? Like, I mean, that's the thing which I've noticed straight away is the, the the line speed of the defence in a few teams has picked up and there's been some pretty aggressive defence um, from people like the Dragons, obviously the Panthers, um, I mean the Storm as always. But there's now three, four teams that are really just starting to notice, wait, if, if your defensive line just takes those metres away from them and you're seeing teams not get out of their 40, it's insane. There's, there's no six again thing. Like, I mean... Also, do you think there's a lot of players, like, has the game slowed down again? Is that why we're seeing the 2014 scores, the 2015 it's not, scores? It's not that it's slowed down, and hello, by the way. G'day, Bergs. Welcome to the show. Uh, it's not that it's slowed down. It's been properly officiated. Um, there's no bang, penalty, off you go. Like, quick tap, off you go, off you go. You know what I mean? The six again thing was, you just kept going. You know what I mean? You got to the, you got all the way to the halfway for free most games last year, like, there was always one at the start within within the ten meters, so they all got set. Every single every single game, every single every single game, nearly last year we seen someone get held down to the point where there was a six again. Everyone set, but now that he's been down, held down long yeah. enough, and there was no penalty, and that's that's harsh on the team. Whereas year before that, if you did, that's a blatant penalty. You can't just lay on a dude so he can't get up so your team gets set. That's, that's See, ridic- well, It was ridiculous. I'd, I'd be interested in the numbers of the play-to-ball speed last year that um, resulted in a six again compared to the play-to-ball speed this year that results in a penalty and whether it's the same or longer and they're letting them go that little bit longer just because a penalty is so much more heavy. We'll find out in a couple of weeks, I think. Once everyone's match fit, and the game, actually, everyone knows the rule and, and it's free-flowing. Well, everyone's also had two pre-seasons now pretty much to adapt to these newer rules, so... But another one got changed. better at them. Another one got changed again. You know, yeah, got, I'm seeing that, but not, not a drastic change like the six again was originally to be, come into it. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah. everyone's had all that time to prepare for these new rules. I think you're going to find them adapt defensively better and you will get lower scores again. So you base that many <clears> men now, eh? Oh, I don't know. Well, time will tell, like you said. Yeah. Right. So, what are we chatting? What are we chatting? We've got a lot of things to chat this week on the show. Um, so, we're going to go through the team list twist, thanks to Ross Mann. Uh, we're going to go through buy, hold, sell, thanks to Julian from Totally Addicted to Supercoach on Facebook. If you haven't checked him out, make sure you do. Uh, we're going to go through, uh, Brad sent us another video and he's written another article for us at supercoach360.com. So jump on that. Uh, it's up at the moment, uh, breaking down the PPM for us, uh, for round two. Uh, we're going to go through in who you've got to get rid of and who you really need to be keeping an eye on, um, with the trades this week, obviously this is a bit of a different year for us in Supercoach because we've got the possibility of three trades this week to set our team the way we want based on what we've seen with form and, you know, points, the way the game's being scored, both Supercoach and the NRL. So I think this is the week to boost. Um, before the money changes, you can boost your way in the right directions, you know what I mean? If you if you have started to struggle, then look around. There's some pretty decent options available if you have a good look. 
Well, yeah, it depends on how your team's looking, I guess. If you've been ravaged by injury early or you just plays that you've gone just haven't gone right. away or hoping, then yeah, I can see the boost being useful, but I really wouldn't like to this early. No, you hanging? You hanging on? Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah. Highly tempted, but... Have you used one? No, not yet. So we're not that fucked. No, not... There's people out there that have used them. Well, I only used one trade last week, so I feel oh, justified really? in using the boost this week to even up the numbers. Really? Interesting. <laughs> but that you still only, then only got four boosts. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah. So what's that? One every six rounds? Uh, by rights, I'd be hanging on for Origin. Around that period for me, I'm going to maybe use one to boost me way in the right direction this week and then I'll probably hold off until Origin and buys so I can strengthen in and around. It depends where, obviously, if I'm going well head-to-head because head-to-head basically, I've I've declared it early, is where I'm at this year. I want to win head-to-heads more than overall because I'm better at going one than the other, you know, instead of trying to do both. Yeah. so head-to-head's what I'm looking at. So I'm not too worried about overall scores, but... I think you should always start off going for overall glory, and if that doesn't work out after the first month, then start concentrating on your head-to-head. Well, yeah. going head-to-head straight away. Well, I still want to have good side, and, and with my picks over the last couple of weeks, they're going to be picks people are going to have to probably pick this week, where I've already got them, if you, mm. if you catch my drift. So I can sort of look elsewhere for people who are going to make money or I, I can boost my way to Nate, you know. Um, there's things to do there and look at. That'd be the only way I'd use the boost this week is if Nate got named. Alrighty. Well, we've got to also talk about um, what's the go with Timmy O and, of course, we've got a bunch of questions. The Facebook feed is firing up. There's a bunch of uh, lovely people in there. Let's see if we can bring them up. Well, you're... Have you done that? Yeah, Ross Mann's in there. Shannon Pikowski's back. Barry McCormick's back. Um, I'm not sure, buddy. He says, what the hell, Juzzy? Uh, evening, fellas. What the hell, Juzzy? Yeah, Watto's in there. Uh, Mark Vows, Mark Hindle, Chris Maxfield, uh, Phil Poio, Johnny Renara. There's a bunch of people in there today. G'day. Throw your questions, comments, join the show. Um and, of course, we've also got a bunch of questions from the good people on Facebook. If you haven't already checked us out, make sure you go check us out. Supercoach360 on Facebook. We've also got a YouTube channel and, of course, the website, supercoach360.com. Check that out. There's a bunch of awesome content on there, a bunch of write-ups from a bunch of the legends that we get on the show each and every week. Um, first thing to talk about, boys, I think, is probably the team list twists, yeah? Yeah. All righty. So, um... Much in and out that you know of? Um, there's not. Well, Harry Grant's a big one, obviously. Yeah. That's big the late out. mail. Well, Everyone's I mean, just so. got him in for cheese last week, and now he's out and cheese is possible return this week, so. I, I can't see the cheese back this week. I, I wouldn't risk him, but. I think the extended bench is a bit much. Like. He's, he'll definitely be back next week. Yeah. Which, yeah, then we'll see where Harry's at, really. But I can still see Harry doing Harry stuff. Yeah, I don't think anything changes. Right. Right, so where you at, Juzzy? Sweet. Um, no, so yeah. Um, any other ones? Another one, Tulangi. He's out for the Tigers, the back rower. Yeah. So. No. Well, injured or just dropped? Uh, HIA protocols. 
Oh, really? So that's what happened to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. He just disappeared from me. I didn't hear anything or see it or anything. So yeah. he was just disappeared off the face of the planet while I was watching the game. I was like, what the fuck? Seafarth was out there. I was like, wow, what's he doing there? Um, but yeah, and, and then did Tupanua get named? Does anyone know? Yeah. He did. Yeah. So he's one I'm sort of looking at, actually. Tupanua. Yeah. yeah. I just I had him last year. They seemed to be going that way. Nat Butcher showed that after Tupanua got taken off. Nat Butcher scored a double. Yeah. So um, that's their side. And I, I think he got one on the left or in the middle ish kind of thing. Oh, did he? Yeah. What, pre going over there or? Yeah. 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 How you doing? All right, I found it. Uh, so Ross sorry, has done a seamless twist for us. Yeah, sorry, that one took a while. Um, so first game of the round, Dragons v Sharks. So Mumbai starts at hooker with McCulloch out injured. Jackson Ford and Jack Gajewski come onto the bench. Uh, George Burgess drops to the reserves, obviously, because the whole arrested thing. Uh, for the Sharks, Matt Ikevalu replaces Bernardo Mulatalo, who's out with a head knock. Uh, CSC Fatalikai starts for Teague Wilton, who's out suspended. Braden Trindle uh, comes back from suspension, uh, starting on bench. Mm. I wouldn't buy Talakai. No, no, I, I'm not at this point. I think how long's Teague out for? Week took yeah. an early plea of week. I think. Yeah, no, nah, then I wouldn't be either. He'll go back to the bench in a week, so avoid there. He looks juicy, but he just yeah, if he gets the minutes, but he just doesn't seem to get the minutes, and I don't know why. Con? Nah, yeah, no interest there. Teague Wilton was looking good, but unfortunate. Um, yeah, I'll, you can you can wait and see for Teague for another week if you want before he rise. Yeah, right. Uh, Tigers v Warriors. Jackson Hastings named. Apparently, he's going to contest his suspension. Kelmatulangi out with a head knock, replaced by Luke Garner. James Tamu uh, starts. Alex Twile back to the bench. Jacob Little returns with Simpkins dropping back to the bench. Uh, Alex Safarth and Tom McKayley go to the reserves for the Warriors. Cody Nicarima replacing Ash Taylor is the only change. Yeah, well, Hastings and Tulagi are big misses for my team, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I'll have to play Ilias. Yeah, same, so. Oof. That's nasty. Speaking of Ilias, South V Roosters. Tane Milne starts in the centre with Jackson Paulo uh, starting on the wing. Cam Murray named to start this week, having swapped with Havili last week. Crazy. What? Not starting Cam Murray. Yeah. But, it, yeah, I know, but Havili was... When Havili came on is when that game changed. You noticed that, yeah? No. Yeah? You watch. Well, when he come on to start the game or Second when he come back on? But when he come back on in the end. No, oh, they were kind of starting to build momentum already. He come on 10 minutes to go. They were kind of already getting back into it. Yeah, I, I thought he came on with about 15. But, yeah, I just noticed all of a sudden he was in there and the, the play of the ball was just getting faster and faster. And it was just, yeah, a little bit better. Yeah, my, um, my years finally arrived. Damien Cook crumbles. For the Roosters, Nat Butcher named to start with Gussie dropping back to the bench against his old club. That hurts a lot of people. Pardon? Yeah, well, especially there's a lot of people considering whether they get rid of Angus or DV or both. 
and this may definitely have an impact on that decision. Uh, Panthers v Knights. Taylor May will start for Brian Toto. So he's getting first shot at the wing spot. Uh, Nathan Cleary named on the extended bench. Um, for the Knights, Kalen Ponga is back and replaces Tex Hoy. Dan Saifidi back with injury. Mitch Barnett switching to back row to replace the injured Fitzgibbon. So Mitch Barnett in the back row. How long is Lockie out for? That was an MCL, wasn't it? I, I, I like Mitch. He's based at her. Yeah, 80 He's minutes good. second row. Um, um, I don't know what's wrong with Lockie, to be honest with you. I think he done a leg. It was a knee, I know. I'm just not sure if yeah, it was not, MCL, like Jazzy said. or Not sure on period or anything. Yeah, so. I think Adam O'Brien said they ruled out the ACL and they were going for scans. So if he's out, it's probably MCL. That's what they were saying on the coverage. Uh, Storm v. Eels. Storm, Harry Grant out with COVID. Replacement to be named most likely to be Wishart. For the Eels, Nathan Brown starts at lock. Oregon Kafusi back to the bench. Wiramu Greg replaces Jake Arthur on the bench. Stay home, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> for the Raiders v. Titans clash, uh, Brad Schneider is back for the Raiders after COVID. Matt Frawley back to the bench. Nick Kotrick replaces Sebastian Chris. Jordan Rapiner returns from suspension, replacing uh, James Schiller. And Adrian Trevelyan drops to the reserves. See, I'm glad Snyder's back because that'll probably be my saving grace. Why? Flip Ilias and Kiri. Play Kiri at 5'8 and play Snyder at halfback. And oh, yeah, yeah. At least he's got some good base points in him, Snyder. Yeah, well, he does look the goods. He passed the eye test, got a 45 on debuting. I think um, they win that game. Yeah, bro. Oh, they just. put up a decent fight anyway against the Sharks. So. He's a good goal kicker. Yeah, so I don't mind him at all. For the Titans, no changes. Uh, Jermaine Asako named on the extended bench at this stage. For the Broncos v Cowboys, no changes for the Broncos. Uh, for the Cowboys, Ruben Cotter replacing Mitch Dunn on the bench, who's out for the season. Uh, Jermaine Tanua Brown on the extended bench. For Manly v the Bulldogs, final game, uh, neither change, no changes for either side. So big thanks to Ross Mann for that. That is the team list twist for this week. So there's a couple of big ones in there. Harry Grant, uh, anyone who jumped on Ash Taylor last week, sorry. Uh, don't jump on Talakai this week, trap. Um, anyone else in there? Not that I can recall. Simpkins um. from the Tigers dropping back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So the bench is an interesting one for little. No, Little, they love Little over there. They do. They do. He's there, he's there, he's there nine, Little. Yeah? Neither of them are relevant to Supercoach anyway, so... No, I'd say I'd be staying away for sure. Yeah. Tigers Ta- got dominated by some really good team on the weekend as well, so... Do you bring Taylor May in as a cheapie? I no, mean, you know either. the Cleary loves oh, the maze. It's not I, about I It's not about Cleary loving the maze. He, he could be a Charlie Staines. But Charlie uh, Staines is a Charlie Staines. They couldn't. They couldn't have both of them. Tyler could. Be, Tyler could be back in two weeks, and he might not get another game till Origin. 
Yeah. Yeah, oh. fair enough. All right. That, he's that just, the trap aspect. I can understand that. He's just not yeah, I wouldn't go near until I've seen him. If he has a blinder in these two games, and then Toto comes back and he steals Charlie's spot, which... That I can see happening. Oh, yeah. Could, yeah. So, and then he could be highly relevant, but <laughs> until then, I wouldn't be touching him this week. Sorry, Charlie. You're fucking... Um, yeah. I mean, I, I believe Ross Mann's team shit stains. Not, not super coach relevant. For a reason. Alrighty, uh, so we've got uh, the buy, hold, sell coming up, but I think what we'll do now is we'll jump in. Uh, Brad Smith has sent us a video this week all about PPM. So you, Brad. Oh, it's, it's the goods. Good evening, super coaches, and good day to the uh, 360 panel there, Bergs, Con, and of course the ringmaster, Juzzy. I hope you guys all saw some green arrows going your way, and you are climbing uh, up the leaderboard. It's friggin' hard. <laughs> uh, my team, Hopper's Finger, got just over a 1,000 this week, which did see me get some green arrows, so um, I guess my climb back up the up the scale has started um now anybody that read the articles on 360.com last week or even listened to the little spiel would have uh i hope you followed some of the directions i gave you dane gay guy kick and um uh tyson frizzell all excelled uh, i of course did not follow my own advice and didn't bring any of them in but if you did you did very well so good stuff uh, this week we want to have a look at two players, um, two backline players who are in the centres. Uh, the first one we're going to look at is Campbell Graham. Now Campbell Graham, he is um, playing for South Sydney, which quite frankly are going shit. They're not going very well at all. And he has been excelling in a, in a bad team, which is really amazing. He's been averaging just under 70. He's got a break even of 23. Um, points per minute, just uh, just need point point nine, uh, which is quite acceptable in the centres, and it's four ninety four thousand. So he, he's a little bit pricey, but he is consistently scoring. Just imagine with Latrell back, if the ball starts getting out to him a little more often, he looked very active, and he is a very um, uh, a very serious watch and a, a possibly a buy this week, which I'll explain later why we should possibly be buying our centres this week rather than second rows. Um, the next one we want to have a look at is Dom Young. Dominic Young, he's uh, got a BE of negative 27. Set to make around 60000 this week and uh, he's averaging uh, exactly the same as what uh, Campbell Graham is. Of course, the big difference is he only costs 340000 so he's nearly 150000 cheaper Um than, than Campbell Graham, and he's averaging exactly the same, uh, same points per minute. So he's a, a really serious one you should possibly be considering um, this week. The other reason he's going so well is he's sitting outside of Dane Gay Guy, who's absolutely tearing him up. Um, 
and looking very good. This week will show us whether they're the real real and how good they are going. But Dane Gagai, um, if you've got him in your team, you've done very, very well indeed. Now this uh, brings us to uh, a question I want to put to you guys in there on the panel. Um, we've got a few second rowers stinking up all our teams. Every one of us has at least one, if not two second rowers that we're looking at moving on this week so we don't lose... Uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars of cash in one week. Um, now, uh, there's two options here. You can either go the route of uh, buying in, say, selling a David Fafita and buying in a Crichton, uh, not buying a Crichton, buying in a um, Kikau or Tyson Frizzell, um, both of who look to make money uh, and uh, rather than losing money. So, um, so buying in a premium, selling your premium to buy in a premium um, for a positive cash result, or what you can do, and, and what I'm con- going to put to the panel, is this a sound strategy, is to move Tago uh, up to the second row. Sell your premium, move Tago up, or move firmer up, whoever you've got sitting down there that might be a second row jewel, um, and buying in one of these mid-priced centres uh, um, that I've just mentioned here. So, guys, have a think about it. Uh, let me know your answer. And if you've got people watching live there at home, um, also write in your answers and give us a bit of a guide as to uh, whether you think it's a sound strategy moving Tago up and buying in the mid-priced centre or do we stick with getting uh, pre- selling a premium and buying a premium. All right, till next week, have fun. Thank you. Thank you very much to Brad Smith, you legend. Uh, so, boys, he put a question to you. Yeah, look, um, as long as you're not going to leave him up there, for me, it is a good it is a good ploy, you know. Um, for me, I, I, I'm not selling a premium. That's not the way I'm going personally. Um, but do you have Turbo? No, I don't. Do you have Deefy? Yes, I do. Do you have Gus? No, I don't. So you're not faced with the conundrum that some people are faced with, where they might have all three of those. Yeah, look, in in that case, I'd definitely be moving. Look, you bought these people at the, before we go into selling and then shit like that. You've bought these people at the start of the year on their potential. You know what they can do. Like it's in there. It's just a matter of sometimes time for some of them. Um, there's been positional changes for both Angus Crichton and David Fafita have been switched sides. Uh, this year, but they... That, oh, I'll be honest, I I'm kind of figured out that David Fafita had switched sides because whatever has happened to him, it is crippling me. It's people, horrible. People have worked out how to contain Turbo a little bit better this year. Like, um, And they, the, the good thing for the other sides is they've got to see that some of the top sides do it first in um, the Panthers and the Roosters. Roosters. They literally just cut him out of the game. Like, there's nothing he could have done. Like, he could have probably injected himself more, but um, let's face it, they took his game away from him. His natural look up and have the whole field in front of him pick a hole to choose, but he didn't get that. It's not they were on him all game. Uh, I'm not sure lesser sides will be able to maintain that for 80 minutes on him. He's, he's a gun. He will find a way. But... Um, for me, he's going to at least get 100 against the Dogs this week. I well, couldn't. I think it's I contributed to a lot to the Manly forward pack. 
They're not going to get on top of Penrith or Roosters most weeks. So without them really laying a platform for him, as good as he is, he still needs help. He does. And the whole game, they were pretty much banked down there. And when they get the Roosters get up there, and it's not a 40-metre a a kick from their 40 down to their try line, you know what I mean, where he gets some space. He yeah. doesn't get any space. They took it away both games. You watched it. It was good to watch. Like, it's like, well, what's Tommy going to do? And he had no answer. Um, for me, I would definitely see if I had all three of them, I'd be weighing up my options of who to sell, but definitely. Um, for me, probably Angus Crichton would be the sell. Um, I think David Feeder just, he can score two tries in four, four or five runs. Well, I think Tommy's an attractive sell. I'd sell Tommy if I had. if Nathan does play, because there's your Nathan money straight away. Well, yeah, that's it. You just find a way to pretty much go. Nate, Tommy, bang. You don't have trust in Tommy and Manly's next five games. It's not too bad. I can't, don't have it on hand, but um, it's not too bad, Manly's next five games. Yeah, no, they open up. That was it. They had a tough start. So. I, think, I think you knew this was going to happen yeah. day one. Like you, In your back of your head, you could have thought they maybe could have rolled uh, Penrith with no Nate. Like in the back of my head, I did. I thought they were going to pump Penrith. Well, I thought they would have been a lot more competitive against the Roosters too. But um, I don't know. Would you? Would you definitely sell? You definitely sell, even though they're coming up against the dogs this week. <sighs> I'd be torn. It's easy for me to say that he's not about to lose a crap load of money, yeah. but he could easily bottom out at one point one million dollars or whatever, and then trying to chase him down again could be almost impossible. So then, yeah, it's it's going to be hard for the rest of us that don't have. Because we've still got to get knife money. No. There's a lot for us to do. I, I think even if you brought him for head-to-head or overall, I think you still hold him because you brought him overall because you thought he was going to be the highest averaging fullback to start the year, not for the highest averaging after two rounds. Yeah. So you hold him, and then even if you're head-to-head, you hold him because you know he's going to win you some head-to-heads eventually. All right. So when you sell, when you sell, like hypothetically, we sold Angus Crichton. <clears throat> We move both Fermore up or we move Targo up, like Brad said. Who is the guy we bring in? Who is the centre wing that you look to bring in this week? Um, the midi, like Brad, give us a couple. Do you have your own? Like, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I like Peter Hickey. Yeah. I know he hasn't had a great all-overall season ever, but I think this could be his year and we've seen he can go on runs. I think he, he can well, sustain that run a bit longer this year. He does go on I've had him when he's... Had runs and he's got me into good places, um, and then it's a matter of getting off at the right time because he will dip out normally. But I think I think you're mad if you don't jump on him at the moment at three hundred and something k, fifty k, straight on. He's he's if you downgrade for if you had a Toto for instance, if you started with the premium um, center wing, uh, straight down for Toto. Well, he had ten tackle busts week one. And then this week, I think he had four or five offloads. So he's racking up the points either way, which is really good. And he's yeah. busy. Yeah, so for me, and then I also, I'd, I wouldn't jump on Young. Like, like I think it was you that said Jazzy, Edric Lee. And then there was something, what did you say, back to his Edric Lee? Well, I'm worried that if Penrith dominate us defensively this weekend, he doesn't score when he gets you a 26 30 or whatever in just his base stats. He's going to get one good price rise, but then he's going to need tries to sustain those price rises after that. Yeah, and it's going to be a big ask against Penner, especially if Nate's back. 
Um, uh, would you move? Would you move on a a defi or would you I don't, move I don't on mind gags. Spot? I like gags. Peter Hiku, both yeah. of those two are highly appealing to me. Gags, they both got good base and can create attacking stats, as we've seen. Oh, Gags is young Origin player, yeah. mate. We've watched him rip, rip us up in Origin a few times too. Like otherwise, otherwise I'd go Frizzell or um, kick out probably in the second row if yeah. you want to go that route. Yeah, Frizz, Frizz was the one which I was thinking of. Um, kicks, obviously, but, I mean, you look at his score, he, he got two tries in that game. Yeah. And I think uh, Ado made a point on his podcast the other day. Massive shout-out to Ado, by the way. If you haven't seen uh, the episode already, uh, he did his usual Sunday night wrap-up, uh, but he did it with Bergs this week, so it's a little bit loose. No, look, I, I'll be honest. Sorry, Ado. I don't know if you noticed. I, I wasn't as loose as I normally am. I full just... Well, it's his, it's his podcast, and it's it's a good podcast. I don't want to, like, be a dickhead on his podcast. I don't want to be a dickhead on ours. Cause, like, <laughs> so what are you apologising for not being so loose? That should be a good thing. No, I'm just saying, like, I was um, I had a lot of thought into what I was saying, not like here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. Yeah. Good to see you save your best for us. Yeah, that's it. He puts in the work. <laughs> we love it. We love hey, the I've level got, of effort. Yeah, it's it. He's got a book. That's Ooh, what I had to Ado's one in case I needed something for tonight. <laughs> Recycling the list. That's great. Um, so, definitively, would you sell DeFi? I'm a DeFi owner. Um, I'm I think, not selling. Yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm not selling. I'm an owner, but I've done well mm. elsewhere. Um, See, for me, I looked at base. I, did, I don't always look at base anyway. Like you got to look at attacking as well. But I like my base men, and um, I, I got on Frizzle last week after Maddo went down, which was a good move for me. Well, he played for me this week, and then also I, had, I started Volokuwatu, um, who was a good get. Yeah, as well. I, I, I literally um, traded on the him download, in. Guys, don't everyone jump on. I was sitting at the ground <laughs> when I traded him in. When I was a hundred percent that he was playing. Yeah, I was just like, all right, sweet. The elbow's fine. Yeah, he was always in my preseason team. And like you, I remembered him from last year. He was a little beast at the end of the year. And I was just like, yeah, all Are right. Are you an owner? Hey? Are you an owner? I was an owner at the end of last year. Yeah, Are so you an no, Olaquato owner now? Yeah, I've carried it through. Yeah. yeah. He was one of oh. me first picked. Yeah, same. Well, He's only getting like better it. and better. And um, in saying that, he won't have the cash grab that Kikau's going to get. You know, Kikau will get a cash grab. Not getting tries every week. The alarming thing for me with Kikau was he got two tries last week, didn't crack the ton. That's it. Um, so for me, I wouldn't... I'll require two, no tries, 77. I personally wouldn't go near Kikau. Um, he's not getting tries every week. He's not playing 80 minutes. He's at, at, dang it wrong, he's an attacking weapon. But I would like to see more minutes. Um, dang it wrong, he'll get you some price rises. I won't say he's not going to make money. I'm not sure. I know one of them come off a charge down. I don't know if the other one, but I don't think either of them come with a line break, so that contributes a lot yeah, as well. Yeah, that's true. Like, don't get me wrong, I see the appeal to kick out. And if you're, if, if you're planning on just getting him in and turning him over, say six or seven, when he's made and peaked his money, I, I can see the logic in that. Uh, I'm not sure I'd play him every week like Timmy Moody had him last week. Some some yeah. weeks against tougher opponents, he, he benched him because he's, he's just not that player. Well, it could be, like you just mentioned, a good little four-week uh, four thing, month thing, where you go to kick out and then get David back when they both bottomed and peaked. Yeah, peaked. Like, I can see the merit in that. But if you're, going, if you're going for points, you want that guy that's scoring the points week in, week out without the tries. Um, 
And for me, that's Olakowatu. Um, and who was the other guy? Tyson Frizzell. Both of them. Like, I know Tyson Frizzell scored a try on the weekend, but he's a very, very busy man. And I think both low ownership. I'll throw in another night for you who's looking the goods. Dane Gagai. Yeah, yeah, we, we've chatted a bit about Dane. He 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 does look pivotal in their attack. Like he's there, he's their strike center for sure. And he's know? definitely what you notice missing out of the Rabbitohs side as well. Which I, I don't think I put my finger on that that much in round one. Like you're like, oh, the centers aren't great, but I didn't really click until I saw the Newcastle game, and I'm like, oh, that's right, they had a gun center. Well, the defensive reads at center are hard. Like you you seen it when. Uh, on the weekend when Manly just got ripped apart, Morgan Harper just got <laughs> eaten alive. But it was hectic. But, yeah. Well, on your base stats, man, you've also got Curran and Yo. Oh, they're, Yo. They're two other ones Yo as well on, that are in that category. Don't get wrong, I'm a bit worried. It could go either way with Nath back in the team for Yo. A, he's going to get better ball, so he'll be doing better shit. Or two, he'll get a bit left out because the dominant playmaker's back. They don't really need... No, I don't, I don't know if Nath is the dominant playmaker. You I think he owes the man. You think he calls the shots in there? Well, well maybe not calls the shots, but he does a lot of the first receiver, whether it's going left or right. I'm a big fan of it. I'm a big fan of you. You've got to remember two years ago, when he was a centre wing, must have. Must have centre wing. He was. He pretty much brought it home for people, um, scoring 60s and 70s every week. It was when he lost centre wing status that he wasn't as juicy because we had all these other forwards. But at the moment, he's he's up there with the guys. And um, Penrith's Penrith, mate. They they looked good the last couple of weeks. A bit shit last week, but they've back this week. So you can only expect better things. What really mainly worries me about Nath being back is maybe they don't need Isaiah for 80 minutes on the field anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's my biggest concern. Does he still play 80 when Nave's back and doesn't have to run the show? Yeah, I get that. I mean, I think he's still a co-captain of the team. I think he's still get, he's still going to get good minutes, and I think he probably gets the call on his minutes, to be honest. Right, like, if he wants to jump off early and he thinks it's fine, but I don't think he's that sort of dude. I think if you give him the chance, he'll, he'll play 80 if you let him. It's a question, yeah, maybe Ivan doesn't let him. Yeah, well, well, last year and he had four 80-minute games. So he's had two back-to-back to start this year. I'm just concerned when Nave comes back that he dropped down to that 65, 70 again. And if he keeps at his points per minute, that's only going to be 50-ish. So yeah, exactly. Makes him, makes him back to irrelevant. So yeah. would you would you watch and wait an extra week if you don't already have him? Ideally, yeah. You'd like to see how it works with Nath there. Who are they up against this week? Knights. Newcastle. Top of the table clash, mate. But it is. But I mean, look, man, Knights have Knights have looked good. I mean, they've got two, uh, like you know, a different halves combination now. They've got a couple of young blokes in there who are doing pretty well. I mean, they've got a lot, lot of young talent in the team, and they've now brought in some really good, hard working, experienced heads around them. Well, I'm full thinking about bringing Barney in this week. To be brutally honest with you, eh? Like if Barnett's going to lock down that other edge spot, and old mate's gone for six to eight weeks. Barnett's a prospect, mate. He's he's a prospect. He's a worker, that's he's, for sure. He's a gun. I like Barnett. Rated him. No, I like Curran too, but... Yeah, well, Car- there is a few. Curran, Curran does good things over there at the Warriors as well. So Barnett and Curran are your sort of downgrade options. If you are looking to down, downgrade or go off, say, someone like a Gus or a Lolo or even a Defee, 
Who would you downgrade to? Would you downgrade? Uh, I'd only I'd only downgrade Augustus because of defeat's potential. If he ends up having ten runs a game, we score our fucking seventy eighty points. Well, even in six runs, he can still score hundred and twenty. Yeah, like, so we've seen it. I just want him to have some more, and, and I have faith that they will start having to find the bloke. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean he's the key to their attack, right? Not lately. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so where are we at? Where are we at? We've got uh, the buy, hold, sell. We've done massive thanks to Brad Smith. Oh, Brad, you do the best work. Man. Yeah, did exactly. Do we? Do we? Do you think we answered his question? Would you? Probably not. Would, yeah, would, no, would you sell a premium second rower, or if you're looking to downgrade, would you move someone like Targo or something up and get on the centre instead? If I if I hit, if I hit all four of the ducks in the pond, like Reed Marnie, David Feeder, um. Angus Crichton and Tommy Turbo, you got to you got to do something. People you, pick Cody Walker as well, and Cody Walker. There, you couldn't have had the money to do all that, surely. But I think people did. They they took. No, but he's another one. That people they took yeah, outrageous risks on people like Schiller and stuff like that for the sake of bringing in. For me, X Factor players because I mean, look, last year when they when those X Factor players went off, man, did they go off? And we're talking, they were game changers. Some weeks they just outscored everyone. And if you've got one or two of them in your team, like a Tommy when he pulls 200, a Cody when he pulls 150, and Nate when he pulls... 200. There you go, right? Like, when you have those players that go to that level, it's insane. And especially if you've got them in and you captain one of them. But for me, Cody, Cody, if you've got Cody first off, that's first cab off the rank for me, he's going to lose a bucket of cash. He's probably even more... More of a sell than Tommy. With a 74 this week, he'll lose 90k. I still think getting rid of him. They don't even look like doing much with him. And he didn't... I don't think he even crossed the post to the right-hand side once the other night. So that's alarming for me as well. He's got to go over there at least fucking 10 times a game, you know? Well, and they got Roosters Panthers next two games too, so... Yeah, nah, yeah. jump. Get off. off, get yeah. off. Get back on that cheap if you want. If you want, he will go on a run. See us, will go on a run. They will click and 100% they'll go on a run. They do it all the time. I mean, you've got the new coach there, but yeah. I mean, you've also got new combinations. You're missing crucial people there. A Ray, Dane. You know, they still Wayne. got. Yeah, Wayne. <laughs> right? Like, you've got your forward pack, who, which is consistent, but the back line, yeah. Especially with Latrell out for the first round. Let's see what happens if Latrell sort of... I mean, well, even if all pack, I don't think anywhere near what they were doing last year. Tom Burgess was having a great year last year. He can't even make the starting team this year. Uh, Kalama Matangi was a wrecking ball last year. He doesn't seem to be having the same impact at the moment this year. And Cam Murray, great defensively, but I don't think I've seen much really with ball in hand with him to say great. And Damien Cook in the middle is just really... Let everyone down around him, so it's hard for the Cody Walkers and Trells to. Well, they don't get the they don't get the, the ball. Back of that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then we know A Ray even to save him with the kicking game to get territory. They're just yeah, they're shoveling shit up a hill at the moment. Unfortunately, South. I must admit they don't have the fifth tackle options and the ability to build pressure, um, which obviously A Ray is really good at. Um, 
with his kicking game. So, yeah, or even just the ability to kick him out of trouble when they are caught down their own end. Yeah, they don't really have that. Well, even Jaden Sewell, to a lesser extent, with just that intensity and the line speed that he can bring is a miss for him. So there's a lot for Seahawks to work on, unfortunately. Yeah. I must admit, you know, someone, uh, one team which has all of a sudden gotten themselves a kicking game. It's not perfect yet, but it's only young and it's going to develop. Bulldogs. Man, that left boot of Burton when he's the main kicker over there. It was one on the weekend. I think it was the biggest kick I've ever seen in my life. Like 65, 70 metres. It was insane. Was crazy. It's huge. It, yeah, yeah. It's like mind-blowing how far this dude can kick the ball. Like that left boot is insane, and it's like, going to do a lot for the dogs. That helps you, man. Especially if you like, can if you can master keeping it in. You know what I mean? Like it's great. Like if he can get the accuracy and the confidence to find the forty twenties, he knows he's got the range. If anything, his worry is he's going to kick it too far. Too big, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, that, so he's got to be able to that's get the ideal situation when you're backed up on your own line, 10, 20, 30 out. When they well, yeah, they won't see it coming. Yeah. Boots it down to their 20 where other people are kicking it to the 40 and they're straight away across halfway. Yeah. yeah. And as long as you, we've got Addo Carr there, as well noted, speedster, he should be able to get down, at least make impact yeah. to the person getting the ball, you know. so well, We've seen him do it it's plenty a, of times from Melbourne and Origin. Yeah. It's a work in progress. We can hopefully get there. Hopefully. It's very interesting. You got anything um, pre-recorded over there? Or? Quite, I do. I've got a few things that are pre-recorded, but so I, we've sort of talked about. I feel the trades and some of the trades. I think you guys sort of broke down a few of the key trades this week. Is there anyone else on your list there that maybe you should just get rid of uh, if if you are yeah. still holding them at this point? I mean, not necessarily guns, or is there any cheapies that you think we you really need to be on this week? Oh, no, obviously you got the. Panasini, Targos, uh, the few obvious ones like that. Definitely make money, Targo. And Panasini too. Yeah. He's just a base stats machine, that kid. Yeah. Greg Marshu. Would you get on to Greg Marshu? No. I know he's a different sort of story. No, look, I'll be honest. Greg Marshu might not have a spot this week. Next week? Yeah. Soon oh, as, really? As soon as Corey Thompson's back, Greg Marshu's gone. He's a weapon. Well, we know. He was but a weapon last year too. And defensively not sound, I'm guessing. That's that's probably his biggest drama. Um, but Corey Thompson's like loved up there. And I see why. He's good. And Philip Sammy was pretty good on the weekend as well. Yeah. All righty. So uh, we've got the what's the go with Timmy O. We'll do that in a little bit. I did say we were going to get through the buy, hold, sell. So just quickly, Ross Mann has sent us one. Uh, there's also one uh, on the website from Julian Legg from Totally Addicted to Supercoach. He's a bit of a legend. So thank you very much for that, Julian. I might jump into his as well. But... Uh, Ross's roundup uh, for the buyers. He's got Max King. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there you Sorry, go. I forgot about Maxie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, start of the season, solid as. Uh, scores of 51 and 55. Break even of negative 45. Projected to make around 75. Um, Nico Hines. Yeah, I've got Nico on, on the list here. Yeah. Touch under 700K. Halfback and fullback. Um, he's done quite well. In, in his first two games, 101 and 72, and he seems to be doing a lot over there, plus the goal kicking. Um, well, I think he got 101 on the weekend and missed, I think, four goals and kicked one. So, so he might not be keeping the goal kicking. No, that don't matter at that rate. Um, 
for me, I like Nico, man. If if I think he can even, he won't score Nave scores, but he's definitely a way to get to Nave. Well, I, I can see the appeal in going Tommy to two Nico, and then having Nath money there to go whoever you got a halfback now to Cleary, and having Cleary and Hines. So you got to be putting him in at fullback then. Do you remember the start of the year when you laughed about well, you put him at fullback? On... I didn't laugh. Oh, didn't you? I might have. You probably. <laughs> <laughs> but that was without Cleary. So you could have just swallowed had him at half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my story. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bo Firma is the other one. Yeah, get on, Bo. Um, first week, I feel he got robbed a tri-assist. Um, so, yeah, I like Bo. No, I'm not overly sold on Bo, personally. No. No, base is terrible. He's just another Tupanua kind of mould. Yeah, it needs that attack and start. No, it's attack and starts, and you can't have too many of them. Tyson Frizzell, 571, uh, 70 and 80 so far, playing 80 minutes on the edge, break even at 29, expected to go up by about 30K. And uh, Homole Olakuatu is his other buy, 512, obviously with all owners. Um, I wouldn't buy him, but. He says surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly played round one despite his injury in the trials. Uh, 72 minutes for 51, 80 minutes for 77, um, break even of 38. Projected to put on about 22K. But, I mean, look, I don't think you're buying, you know, Tyson Frizz, even Firma to an extent. I mean, Firma's probably a stepping stone. What's the purpose of Firma? If you do decide to go down that route, what are you aiming for? You're aiming for him to peak at about 500, 550, maybe six. I'm just hoping that he gets his base up and he chugs along with a minimum base of like 50, and then when he scores a try, he gets up to 80, and I'll leave him and I'll leave him down there in the centre. Pe- people are really hoping for that old-fashioned secondary centre winger. They're hoping for Yo from two, two years you, ago. You can get centres now with base almost as good as that in the high 30s, 40s kind of thing. Yeah, that more likely score to regular get. tries more often. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. No, so, exactly. Who, who you got there? Who? Like over a firm or? Or Petahiku. Yeah. Even with no tries. Um, Dominic Young, a couple of ones Ross, uh, Brad, sorry, mentioned. Um, put me on the spot there. Give me a second. Yeah, I'm good for that. Would you jump on Dom Young? Probably not. No? No. Why not? Just because of his awkward price and playing Penrith this week scares me. Might get shut down defensively, lose a bit of that confidence. 
Not only that, but if he gets a 20-odd, he's hold on, hold on. Is not he, making that much cash. Is he on Toto's side? Would he be running down Toto's natural side? Cause that... No, they both play left. He'll be oh, on so he's Charlie side. Stains. Yeah, so. well, then he's got no worries, man. He's going to go rip through them. And oh, he's no, got no, best inside get, of him. Not many people get to Charlie, though. Stephen Crichton does a wonderful job out there doing two jobs. Cut it, yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, no, he's on Toto's side. Sorry, he plays right. See, that so he's going to be into I don't mind that. We're playing with two guys. Like Targo is good, but he's still new. Um, so I don't mind. Well, he's six foot six too, so he's got to jump on Toto. Yeah. Well, Toto's not there. We don't know how big old oh, true. Taylor May, I don't think he's going to be huge. Tyrone so, wasn't. Anyway. Mm. Uh, for the holds, he's got Gussie. He reckons hold at 653. Um, he says he wouldn't hold it against you if you sell, but he does own and he's holding. Um, in, pretty in, much in Roscoe's defense, he wrote that before TLT and the benching, I think. So, but could the benching seam come onto the left edge instead of the right edge again? Would that and would that be an overall benefit to Gus? Right, like who's playing on the right edge now? Tupanua plays right. Tupanua plays left this year. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Gussie's over on the right. So maybe maybe they're going back to, well, nah, Gus on the left, but we'll pull him off the bench. Yeah, I don't understand what he's doing there. Oh, no, well, Tupanua scored more tries than Gus last year, I'm pretty sure. So Gus on the right, not that unappealing to me. Yeah, but they took Sam Walker over there as well with Tupanua. Yeah, Kiri's over there now, isn't he? Geary's over with Angus Crichton on the right. Yeah, I'm not worried about Geary. I like Geary. I think he gives a better short ball than Sammy. Yeah, but they seem to be going to Sammy Walker and then Sammy yeah. Walker on to Benua. Mm. All right, for the cells, Turbo, we've obviously talked about that. Defi, he reckons is a sell. Brian Toto, obviously because of the injury. Um, Jackson Hastings. Looking at two to three weeks out suspended if he's not able to beat his charge. And Britton Nakora, if you did have him, he reckons get off and get off now. <laughs> definitely get off yeah, Nakora. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else on that list, back though? Toto, Hastings, Tommy. I want to see the outcome of Hastings' Judicious. downgrade yeah. appeal. If he gets downgraded to a week or no, even just a fine, hopefully. Yeah. I'll be sticking solid probably, but yeah. Anyone out there in Facebook got the uh, answer to that? Have it's popped up yet? Let's I'm know. holding Defee. But I've got already got the other guy, Olukawatu and Brazil and Katoa, which I'm not, like, he's 350, but without Sean Johnson there, I'm not as sold on him. Big Elisi. Definitely not. No. Loses a lot of fear without him. Mm-hmm. Gonna do some questions off of Facebook live or? Uh, yeah, actually I do. Sorry, I got uh, distracted by one there. Um, Chris McClelland says, "Can you talk me out of trading Cody Walker to Matt Moylan? I know Walker will come good soon, but the dollars lost and potential dollars with Moylan doesn't know if he can pass it up." Is it a contract year for Matty? <laughs> <laughs> You'd only give him one year deals at the moment, wouldn't you? I'll give him 20 minute deals. <laughs> um, oh, don't, oh, Chris, you've got. have you got any other option? I'd go to Munster. If I had Cody Walker money, I'd just go to Munster. 
Yeah. That would be my thoughts too. Munster looked tidy as hell in uh, in his first game back. If it's Sam Walker money though. No, it's Cody Walker, he said. Oh, is it? Okay, cool. Yeah, I, d- I definitely couldn't tell anyone to buy Matt Moylan. No. Not with confidence. Look, I know you love your Sharks and you probably chat to Matty even. Um, have a good chat to Matty before you buy him. Don't. Like, touch don't. the back of his Don't legs. even, don't. Just don't, <laughs> don't go to him, Chris. Stay away. Stay right he could, away. He could make some money. Don't. Don't, don't do it. I wouldn't go uh, necessarily talking to him, but what I would do is go down to Sharks training and just double check, you know, like the hamstrings and make sure he's stretching before every game, things like that. His uh, injury prone. I don't trust him. That's Yeah, I don't trust it. You balls, you man and me. Alrighty. Uh, so now we've got uh, Timmy O. Timmy O has put together a What's the Go. You can catch it on supercoach360.com. So make sure you go over there and check it out. When we come back, we are going to get into some questions. Good evening, coaches, and welcome to another episode of What's the Go with Timmy O. This week, I'm going to dive into the points from rounds one and two and focus on how referees and the new six again rule has had an effect on the overall point scoring of Supercoach. The huge score blowouts seem to already be a thing of the past, and player averages are way down on previous seasons, which brings me to the question, this year, can you win Supercoach with a fistful of 50s? So what's the go with NRL and the real changes and the massive impact that they've already had on Supercoach for season 2022? Already we've had games won and lost from one to five points and we've seen the return of games going to golden point. The Panthers, Dragons and Titans have scored the most amount of points in any one game so far with 28 and they all scored that in round one. The biggest margin so far was 22 points when the Panthers beat Manly 28-6 in round one and the Knights beat the Tigers again this week in uh, last weekend, sorry, 26 points to four. So what real effect has the low scoring had on super coaches? Well, to put it plain and simple, it's been pretty massive. To put things in perspective, my Lightweights FC team is currently 51,800. Now, to me, that's pretty damn disgusting, considering I've been playing this game since 2014, and I've never once finished outside the top one or two percent. In the last five years, I've finished in the top 1,000 three times and the top 1,500 twice. Now, I'm not trying to sound like a complete knob, but with the runs on the board, I'm pretty convinced I can claw my way back up, and already this week alone, I jumped 10,000 places. Now, due to strategy and some misfiring guns, thanks Turbo for feeder, much appreciated. In the first two rounds, I scored 866 and 906 points, with a total score of 1,770, and an 885 average which obviously freaked me out. Till I jumped on the app and had a bit of a look through, and the current leader, Go Banana, scored 1,272 points in round one, but only 949 in round two. And second place was pretty similar. Now, while their skills went backwards in round two, mine was went forwards on the up and up. Uh, so hopefully over the next 23 rounds, it'll help me get and myself and some of the other players uh, that have done well in previous seasons and the cream should hopefully rise to the top again. Now, in relation to how this season already compares to Supercoach scores from last year, in round one of 2021, my Lightweights FC scored 1,405 points, which sat me in 330th overall. 
In round two, I managed 1,217 points, giving me a total of 2,622 points after the first two rounds and an average of 1,311 points. And I was only in 444th at that stage. Now in comparison, this year's leader currently sits on 2,221 points, which is a massive 441 points behind my round two total from 2021. And like I said, I was in 440th overall back then. I certainly wasn't leading the race. So although I'm currently in 50,000th place or thereabouts, that's only now 300 points off the current leaders, which is much different to the 800 points I was after round two last year. So all is not lost just yet. So what's the reasoning behind it and where do we go strategically from here? Well, the changing of the six again rule inside the, inside the defending team's own 40 has certainly had an effect on the current scoring of Supercoach. Basically, last year's games were much faster and there was way less rest time for the refs, uh, way less rest time for the forwards as the ref pretty much blew the pee out of the whistle. They seem to be cons- constantly waving the hands in the air like crazy, given the six again, uh, which meant players like Turbo and Paps uh, had an average of consistently scoring runs, uh, bashing against tired defenders, running through the line and breaking the lines of defence. The more tired the forwards got, the more six agains they gave away, which gave the fullback guns even more chances to run at them and break through the line. And let's be honest, it became a bit of a vicious cycle after that. The more tired they got, the more penalties they gave away, or the more six agains gave away, which meant the more times they cut through. Likewise, the more times they flopped down in the tackle and tried to hold it up, the more six agains, and again and again. Uh, so it just basically meant that more players, the fullbacks, the outside backs, uh, made bigger scores, and that's what gave the massive distance between the backs and the forwards from last year. And that rule's changed this year with refs giving away a penalty. So when the real, new rule changed, refs seem to be more hesitant to give actual penalties uh, as they want the game to go on. However, when one is given... Both sides get a rest for 30 seconds, and so the big boys can catch their breath. With less six agains this year, the high-priced backs aren't racking up the points and the forwards are getting rests uh, that they need to stay on the park and the more time uh, also to rack up their base stats. And that's why we seem to see a bridging of the gap between the forwards and the backs this year already. So look, for the time being, it appears as though the gap in scoring potential between forwards and backs has again returned to normality, uh, as Teddy and Turbos of Supercoach are not likely to be punching out 200 scores anytime soon. So look, I hear you saying, look, Timmy, what's the deal with the fistful of 50s? It's simple, really. Look, to be in the top 1,000 at the moment, you only had to knock out roughly 1,000 points each in week one and week two. So 1,000 points when you divide that by your 18 players. So in other words, your 16 scoring players and then your captain and multiply them by two. Uh, It gives you an average of 55.56 points per player out of your 17 on the park. Or in other words, if each of your players averaged just 56 points across the first two rounds, you'd be sitting pretty right now in the top 1,000, hence the fistful of 50s. So now to compare uh, my players from round two last year, they had a 73-point average. uh, And if your strategy hasn't quite worked out so far this year, that you're nowhere near the the 55-point average like I am, uh, you've obviously got plenty of time to make up for it over the next 23 rounds. So it's not quite time yet to uh, fill the bathtub, rush out, grab your toaster, and take it for a swim. 
Look, my advice to others in similar situations, uh, when you're looking at your trades this week, try to work on getting players that are well above their 55 average or and getting rid of the players that aren't. So for me personally, I've got to cut my losses with Turbo, possibly even David Fafita, and bring in guys that are certain to improve their averages, or my team's average, I should say. So I'll then do some of that cash, um, some of that cash to make some solid upgrade or a solid upgrade, probably in my center wing, which means I won't have to pay the likes of Smith or Selwyn Cobo every week, and I can just play those guys on matchups. That'll leave me loads of cash left over to grab the likes of Cleary and Harry Grant probably next week, and all of a sudden my fortune should hopefully be turned around, and I'll be on the up and up with my fist full of 50s. So that's about it for the week, guys. Think long and hard about your trades. Trade wisely. Don't forget it's not the end of the universe if you're uh, 300 points behind like I am, but just trade wisely. Focus on those guys that are hitting mid-50s or higher and get rid of the guys that are singing underneath. That's What's the Go with Timmy O, Episode 3, and uh, best of luck this week. Stay safe and be good. All right, big thanks to Timmy O for that. Um, made a very interesting point, which blew all of our minds, which is 50,000 is only 300 points behind uh, the leader at this point. That's pretty epic. It's pretty good. I did not realise that. It's tight. It's a tight group this year. It's only two weeks. That was going to be tight. Yeah. So, I bet you 50,000 in 10 weeks' time will be about 1,500 behind first. Yeah, true. It's a matter of who goes where now, really, and who does the right things with their trades and and who keeps who, you know. I just quickly want to do some shout-outs while I've got, got the microphone. Um, This is the places I'm sharing... Uh, the boys' articles, pretty much stuff off the website. I won't just single people out. I'll just say I, I um, get as many as I can except for me. I don't share me. I go look for them if you want. Um, <laughs> uh, well, that's up to you. It's, well, it's not about me. These guys are good super coaches, you know. They, they really put in some hard-ass thinking, and I don't think as hard as they do or as good. Um, so, yeah, you can check on the Podmasters Cup page. Um, Adrianosaurus Rex had me on Supercoach with Adrianosaurus Rex this week. Great chat I think we had. Um, so get on there and he lets us share stuff on his page. Uh, get Baked Australia, they let us share stuff on uh, Instagram. Um, the Sports Nut, uh, Aussie Sports Legends, they let us do it. NRL News Site and the SC Live Chat. I know there's others guys, but these guys used to, at one time, I used to have to ask and they used to have to submit and now they just let me do it so that's pretty cool and that just makes it easier for you guys to get it you don't have to wait for it so thank you guys and girls question yeah yeah i do have some questions i also have some breaking news um hastings is gone three weeks shit yuck yeah Right. Oh, I'm boosting this week by the looks of it then. Oh, hey, hello. Peter Hickey is definitely coming into my team. Have you got Harry Grant? I do. Wow. And so you're playing Randall, I guess. I'll be playing Randall. And I'll be trading uh, Hastings out, putting Ammonia up there, bringing in Hickey. Swapping uh, Kiri and Ilias. So I'll be playing Kiri and Schneider in my halves. 
And I'm also thinking about going Russell down to Alec McDonald from the Storm. Ooh. Two games off the bench. He's only got 30s, mid-30s both games. But I see a slow burn there and I've got to do something with Russell. He's just sitting there doing nothing, so... Yeah, fair enough. Pocket, Easy cash to bank. Yeah, pocket 80-odd thousand, I think, and got a slow burner. Mmm, okie-dokie. Very interesting. Bergs, what about you, buddy? Who are your trades this week? Um, at the moment, I'm thinking Mitch Moses to Nico Hines. Um, Can't fault that. And I'm also thinking Paul Vaughan to TPJ, but that spends all my knife money. It leaves me with like $1,000 or something. Um, so I'm not sure if that's the route I'm going to go yet. But TPJ going to get the points and stay on the field? No, no, it was... Are you going TPJ to Paul Vaughan? No, no, no. It'd Paul Vaughan to way. TPJ. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's TPJ. He is, he is a liability, but Young Maney should be back in two weeks. So He's back this week, I think. Oh, there you go. Young Maney can just sit there. And I've got Max King if... If TPJ goes, hopefully Max King can get elevated into the uh, starting side. That'd the, be nice. The positive, I guess, is I think they've changed the judiciary rule, so prior is no longer coming to Yeah, everyone starts with zero. Everyone started with suspension, zero. So it's not like when he gets slapped, he's going to get slapped with 10 weeks straight away. Surely they remember him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the, the, the referees <laughs> and that will remember him it's, and no, but... Yeah, just the way he, he played his first game. You know, he came in with those swinging arms on Payne Huss in pretty much his first tackle. And then there was another stupid thing he did. Oh, he uh, was just took, saying took hello to Reynolds. Off. Took out Reynolds as well in the kick. Like, he's going to be suspended within a month. Yeah. He just can't help himself. Yeah, well, I don't know. I just... I don't know. I don't know what way I'm going to go yet. But I'm definitely looking at Mitch Moses to Nico. What about your second row? What's your second row trade? No, I'm, I'm all right. My second row, eh? Olaquato, Frizz. Who else? Dfe and Alessi Katawa. And, yeah, um, I don't yeah, mind it. I've got a couple others in there. Kelma Tulangi? Yeah, i got Tulangi, but I don't have to play him. He's just a head knock. He should only be weak. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll just sit him. Sweet ass. Uh, as for me and my trades, I have no idea what I'm doing. Figuratively, literally, emotionally, mentally. Um, Need a hug. But definitely with Supercoach. Uh, I've got Defe. I'm pondering the downgrade. I've got Reed Marnie. I was considering going to Grant. Um, who have I got in my 5 Dylan Brown. Bag's been travelling all right. Uh, yeah. But then Munster. Munster only scored 70. But he'll consistently get 70s. Well, I'd have a bit more faith in the bags this year. Bags are getting better. Borders are open. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not entirely sure. My, my centers I'm pretty happy with. I've got a few NPRs. Uh, Billy Smith, I think, is maybe some weight that I need to shed. I need to double-check how much cash he's going to lose. He's only pretty cheap, so he can't actually lose that I don't much. I think he's going to lose money, but he's not going to make any. He's, Definitely he's not. He's leveled out already. <laughs> he's leveled out already. And that's the problem. If he has leveled out already, he's dead weight in my team. He's not going to score not. points. He'll, go on. He'll, he'll definitely get a run there. Everyone gets a run there. It's a matter of... I just need them to click, and at the moment, they're really not clicking. So, I don't know. Yeah. Teddy, do you guys sell Teddy, or do you keep him? Fuck no. Teddy, 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 Teddy stays. You're mad if you think about selling Teddy. 84 last week. I can't see any relevance in scoring uh, selling Teddy. 
All right, well, let's have a look at what some of the punters are saying. Well, they, they've got, like, Newcastle completely outplayed in week one. They had Manly week two. They got South this week. And then they got the Cowboys, Broncos, uh, Warriors, Dragons, Bulldogs, Titans. That's not a bad little run of games there. For the dead stuff. And I think the comp will start opening up by then too. So hopefully Billy can get some stats in there. Yes. Off Teddy. Yes. Help everyone. Captain Teddy. There'll <laughs> <laughs> be Captain Waking amongst all that, right? Definitely. Definitely. Well, Captain him last week and you're cheering. Yeah. Um, what do you got on questions over there, big, big fella? Uh, all right. Sean O'Varrett says, even if Turbo goes well against the dogs, he's leaking good dollars no matter what with a 300 break even. I think so, it's a 330. He'll be set to lose the biggest amount of cash ever. <laughs> Imagine he busts out a 20. 3.30, so he'll go down to 9.50, but that break-even... No, he's not losing 330k. Nah. No. No. Oh, so you say 330 is the break-even. He probably loses 3, 100. 307 was his break-even. I think he's projected to lose 127k. So he still stays over the mill. That's with that's with a, hunt, a score of 135. So he's got to do all right. He could lose more than that. He could easily lose 200, 250 if he doesn't perform again, if the dogs can manage to shut him down somehow. I don't think he'd get that eye, but yeah, he's set to lose a bit of money. Alrighty. Um, Saying that he goes bang, bang, 150, 150. He's kind of back to where he started. Yeah. I mean, if he does, because his average is 150, but I mean, it's up in the air. So, Sean O'Veyrett says, uh, I thought Hines was going to struggle with a new position in the crap team, but geez, he's doing bloody well super coach wise. Um, he did have a few errors last week, but in everything. You guys are looking at getting on. You don't have him either, Con? I don't. No, you're not looking at I getting like on? I like him, but yeah? I really like him. I thought it was an odd choice when I saw people putting him in at fullback in an untested team, but yeah, didn't realise the storm made people strong enough to carry the entire team on their shoulders. Cause... Well, he's pretty much the first, and it's only two weeks. Yeah. Okay, Let's, it's a only small sample size. We need a season out of him, but I can see him scoring okay this week. and. So, I think he's a good prospect, and he's he's gone back to back decent scores, whereas the others have gone one up, one down, roller coaster and along. Um, yeah, I just like what I like what I see from Nico. He's definitely the point of attack there. So, as long as they're doing stuff, he's doing it. And if he works on his goal kicking, even better. All right, Sean O'Vara, uh is Yo a better option than Kick Out? He's been burnt by the kicks before. Safer. Uh, yeah. Not if, like you said, goes back to that 60-minute roll and um, just passes and shit, getting 50s. You're better off having a kicks then for the attacking upside. Yeah, well, definitely. But average last year, Yo got him 64 to 60, so... As long as you pick and choose when you play kicks and you absolutely nail it, it would be great. But if you want to just have a steady one and just play every week, yeah, you man. Yeah. Um, I mean, the advantage of kicks is he won't play Origin. Yo, probably will. Definitely, that's one week. Yeah. 
Okay, everyone is asking Chris, um, well, telling him definitely do not go Moylan and asking most people if he can get Munster. Um, but he's standing firm. He's a Sharks man, and he says he's not getting rid of Nakora. He's going to take the money loss. He's going to ride that train. Sorry, bro. Yeah, that's it. That's playing with your heart right there. Should we go one for one? Or? We've got questions ready too. Someone go. Okay, yeah, go Paul Burkhart. Thoughts on Angus... Randall and Viella out and bringing in Kicks, JMK and Gags. Look, I don't mind it. It's a, They're all gambles, except for Gags. Um, Jeremy Marshall King's played Broncos and played Cowboys, so he's played not top team, so we don't know what's going to happen to him once he comes up against some challenges. But, yeah, not bad. I think he only got 44 in his first week, which isn't great. No, he's back to back 70s. No. Yeah. He got 100 and odd this week, and I think he's got 144 or something in total. Who? Very Marshall King. Anyway, I'm pretty sure he got back to back 70s. Um, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I can't see why he trade out Randall. No, I wouldn't trade out Randall at all. He's not going to make great, as great cash as I thought. Straight away, but he's still going to make a decent amount. The hot tip that Bergs gave uh, on Ado's podcast was uh, you downgrade Reed Marnie to Jeremy Marshall King. So that means you'd be running with him and Randall. So there's no real guaranteed score there each week. Yeah, anyway, um, what's your next one? I wouldn't trade out Randall. Find, find someone else. Trade. I don't have any more at the moment. All right, Gary Barnes. Should I bring in both King boys for the price rises? I would drop JTB and Andrew Fafita. I'd definitely drop Andrew Fafita for the Dogs King. Yeah, Max is a must. Um, uh, Young Maney, I don't know if I'd drop Young Maney. Would you drop Young Maney? Done hamstring first yeah, game. Like. The possibility of both Grant and Smith being named next week for Storm smells trouble for Josh King. So that's why you'd hang on to Young Maney? Possibly. That's, that, that's what I'd do. I'd hang on to Young Maney and get rid of Andrew for feeder for the, the Dogs King, Max King. Uh, Dale James. Jazzy, you want to throw in anything to these questions? Okay. Dale James, Rage Trades this week. Are Cody Walker to Munster and Hughes to Hines and Bullymore to Josh King's sideways life, baby? Are they a bit fucking sideways? Absolutely. Why? Alright, well, for instance, um, get Dr- rid- Dream Hughes turned up week one. I'll get rid of Cody Walker, but... Yeah, but Dream Hughes turned up week one. Yeah. Over 40-odd this week. Nick AS, 70-odd last week, turned up this week. But you reverse Jerome's scores and reverse Heinz's scores. That same. Are you going to rage trade out Heinz for Hughes? Well, they both turned up. They're both going okay. I think that's very sideways. Yeah. But Cody Walker to Munster's a good one. Yeah, definitely. And, and Bully Moore to Josh King. That's a little bit sideways yeah, too. Yeah, sideways too, um, I think. Who knows what's going to happen with both of their positions. Yeah, like you said, next week will be the telltale thing for the Josh Kingers. And and for Bullymore's 
If he gets oh. taken off after 30 minutes again, doesn't come back on. Well, I think when Schuster and that come back, Bullymore will get pushed in the middle. No, think absolutely. I, um, that's sort of just what I think anyway. Uh, okay, Ashley J. Mears. David Fafida, Angus Crichton and Kurt Mann out. Ola Kuwatu, Nico Hines and Peter Hiku. Sideways or good money grab? Yeah, I don't mind that too bad. Cause you're getting the money grab in. You're still trading people that are scoring good points at the same time. So Yeah. Yeah, I do. I like that. And if, especially if you've got change, that'll put you on stead for uh, some Cleary money. Yeah. And you get to see if he's going up or down to. You might get a week of watch. Wait and see with, with Nave. Mind you, who did you say the Cowboys have played? Cowboys have played Bulldogs. Yeah. Who else and do they, they play? Played, Who they play in the first week? They played Canberra last week. They played Dogs first week, the Cows. Yeah. And, and they, they beat Raiders. Canberra. They, they fucking blew Canberra off the park. Sorry, Ado. I know you're a fan. Um, mm. oh, so I mean, look, are the Cowboys going to be able to sustain it? That That's my concern. He he does his own shit. He could, doesn't he? He yeah, hasn't he's, scored he's, no he's tries. He's only had a try assist and a line break assist so far this year. So he just goes looking for the ball. He's their carry back, is he? He does good work. No, we had 10 tackle busts week one, and then three offloads this week. Force drop out, a couple of tackle busts. So, he's, yeah, he's just, he had... 16 runs on the weekend for a center, which is outstanding. And if he's offloading and breaking tackles, that's that's Bad. almost a lie. And Peyton purposely brought him to the Cowboys because after identifying him at the Warriors. Well, he's been around for a long time. A long time, Peter Hiku. But, but he worked with him at the Warriors, obviously, and then when he's come across, him and Jermaine Tamanua Brown were two yeah. of his first signings that he brought across with him. So he's, he sees something in these two. And he pretty much said that. You just let Peter go out there and play hook, uh, play footy. He knows what he's doing. He's busy. He goes looking for the ball. Does his work. Looks all right, all right this, doing it. This is a pre-COVID question, but we'll answer it anyway. Do you, uh, from Cram Stenemic. Hope that's right, dude. Do you think Russian Harry Grant in is wise after having a sample size of one game? Most guns have re- regressed this year with the rule adjustments. Would you recommend waiting two or three more games before we all jump in, or am I overthinking this? Harry's got the Rona, bro. I think you're definitely overthinking it. But I can see where you're coming from. I was literally looking to get him in before he came in last round. There's people that started the season with him and held through that first. He does look the goods, and I can't see a hooker that's going to be better than him. Well, I heard on the telecast from Cameron Smith that it... Harry Grant's got a kicking game, so he'll jump out. He's going to nail a 40-20. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Junior later, like he's and like you said, very busy. Like he's looks busy, man. Like I, I, I would have jumped on if I didn't already, if you know what I mean. And he didn't get the Rona. He would have been one of the one of the people I would have been pushing hard this week. I would have definitely done it this week. Um. So yeah, 
you're not overthinking it, man. Sometimes it's good to wait and watch and see, but I think Harry's already proved he's way in front. Like he was way in front last year with the sample size we got from Harry. He didn't play every game like the Cheese, and he still top scored in the hookers. So mm. top averaged, top averaged. Yeah, sorry. You got anything on the Harry? Yeah, big fan. Obviously, as you know, Owner. even with reduced minutes, still a big fan. Who yep. you got? Who you got the hooker? I got Harry. Yeah. Owner. All right, Andrew Barkworth. If I use three trades, can I get Ola Kawatu and Brimston, or use one and get Brimston next week? Hmm. Well, you can. Do whatever you feel necessary to do, I guess. What would you do? Would you wait on Brimson another week and just go for Ola Kowatu? Yeah, I wouldn't be jumping on Brimson this week. Yep. I'd be saving me boost personally. Yep. <clears throat> All right, I got one here from Douglas Lee. All eight games around two went under total game points. Rounds one, seven of eight went under total game uh, points. New penalty rule is definitely making a difference. Yeah, sort of covered that at the start of the show, didn't we? Well, I'd... I'd... That's probably where the question came from. Should probably go and look that up for us. Cheers, Doug. What were you gonna say? I don't know how big a difference it's made. No, I think it's just taking the. Shouldn't it be promoting attacking football because teams are getting out of their end quicker instead of having defensive lines set by the penalty, and then they're getting to march on with the six agains after that. So shouldn't that open up the free flowing football more? I think, anything bug, less. I think you just bug it after making 30 tackles in a row to get all the way down your end. You know, it's like them blokes in the middle, if they get back to back to back to back to back from their own trial line down to their trial line, that's fucking 12, 13 tackles in the middle there. I understand that, but usually it was only one on the first tackle, so they're usually only doing a seven, maybe eight tackles set. It wasn't like they were giving away on the fifth. When they're up near halfway, it was the first one. Oh, on, on a good chase, day, so. on a good on a good day when the when the went a bit nuts, like there was fucking lot lot done. Like it was, it was lazy by referees. Like oh yeah, six again, six again, bro. It just got lazy. Now at least I got to do some work again. All right, I got one here from Sean O'Vera. It says, "Hey lads, I know he never trade a gun, but if he sells turbo, uh, he can go to Heinz or Teddy. So first call, Heinz or Teddy. Teddy for me." Come on, Con. He's still uh, Teddy. Come well, on, Well, Con. I've got Teddy in my team and I don't have Hines, so I guess Teddy. All right, fair enough. Uh, and then he can bring in kick out Curran or Yo. Curran. Kick out. Kick out. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to say Curran. Uh, which of these three? Um, he, he does like kick out, though. He says, look, I've been good. Solid price rise coming. Uh, and then he, the final thing he'll do is upgrade one of his set crap center wing cheapies to Gagai. Solid. Nice. All right. Guy James. Thoughts on... God. Thoughts on bringing Nafe in as captain if he plays for a pod move. Would you bring Nafe straight in and captain him? It would be a massive pod move. Yeah, I mean, look, if you've got the cash to do it, I don't think it's crazy. I think it's... I think he's got the war chest. I think he'd build a war chest. Uh, I, I like it, man. I like bringing him straight in. Captain option. I'd, I'd, they play early enough, I'd whack the VC on. Yeah, um, I'd, yeah I'd the VC I'd definitely whack the, the VC and look at the loop. 
But other than that, no, nah, I don't think a ball, but big balls move if you did it. Like, you would be to one of 200 dudes, I reckon, overall that did it. Don't remember exactly, but I think when he come back from the shoulder that he did in Origin last year, I think Nailed he scored it. an 80-odd or 90-odd straight off the bat, so... Oh, you know. And that was when he was still busted. If he's coming back fully fit and they do rack up score against Newcastle, it could be great. Yeah. And in the last few years, when they've gone up against Newcastle, they have wiped the floor with them. No, they haven't. No, we beat his last year, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, there, and there was that full brutal game well, well, no, where no, we are now for Randall. a draw. One yeah. game was a draw we had with you when we were depleted. When that Randall first got unearthed. Made 60 tackles or something on debut, remember? It was 14 all. I remember. Like it was yesterday. <laughs> all right. Well, Nath Dyer says, uh, oh, crap, I was going to go Moses to Hines, but if Bergs is doing it now, I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's on point. Uh, okay, Mark Hindle. Keep Dave Vifita or drop him? I'm a keep. Yeah, I'm a keeper as well, I think. Well, I mean, look, I'm seriously considering dropping, but at this point, I think I'm going to keep. I don't think I actually need to make well, too many Mark's, drastic changes. I think Mark's above us. So keep on keeping on, man. You do what your gut tells you, bro. Um, you are so far, I think you're beating us overall at the moment. So so Shannon Bukowski wants to know, d to Frizz? Yay or nay? Um, I see the merit in it. I see the merit in it. I dare say it's to give him cash. Uh, Gus to Olakowatu then. Yep. And then Luai to Munster. Yep. Saving 445k, which will be able to get just about anyone to Nath off the bat. That is juicy money, isn't it? He's pretty hard to resist. Yeah. For that, I do that. Yeah. 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 That sets you up for whatever you want to do in the weeks coming. Whether it be all over on knife next week or you just strengthen again. Okay. Uh Dwayne Jeffries. Blake Braley as a second reserve hooker, playing eighty minutes, or McKinnis gonna be eating into his time soon. Um I don't think he will. Not a hundred percent sure on that. I can see maybe a few teams copying the Melbourne system, get McInnes out there like they do with Cheese early, take the sting out of it, and then inject in Braley. And Cheese and play lock for so, McInnes. Um, hopefully not, but yeah, his base has improved great this year, Braley, and he's running a bit more too, so I don't mind him, but I'd rather try and get to Harry if I could. Yeah. Wait, wait your time for Harry. You got one? No, that's about it. All right, Diffie, Adam Diffie, don't laugh now at my my Nicarima pod move that I made for the start of the season. What do we think? Trading out Nicarima, Harry, uh, Tommy Trevojevic and Jackson Hastings, bringing in Harry Grant, Nico Hines and James Tedesco. I like that. I'll even, I'd even say yes to still bringing Harry in this week and just sitting him. Because if you're going to play him next week and buy him next week, you might as well do it this week. Unless you you can not use your boost and do it the other way. And see, if you can get away without using your boost and getting Harry this week, ideally you'd save your boost. 
Yeah, if, Harry next week. So yeah, if you sold Tommy and Jackson Hastings, um, and brought in Nico and Teddy, I think that that'd that'd cover you. Um, okay. Now we have Jesse Bugden. I'm at a crossroads here, thinking about using another booster. Then I won't really need to make any more trades for a few weeks. Option A. Trade Defi, Moses and Staggs to Hines, Kickout and Semi. Or option B. Trade Defi, Moses and Staggs to Karen Olukawatu, Hines. Or Karen or Olukawatu, Hines and Talon May. Um, I wouldn't get. I wouldn't bring in Talon May as yet. So for me, it'd be number one because I wouldn't bring in Talon May. I'm not the biggest Philip Sammy fan either. I've had him a couple of times. He's burnt me. Yeah, he showed me this potential, and then just. Um, uh, maybe I'd think maybe instead of Talon May, maybe bring in a Pedicu or. If you can forget the money, you get Dane Gagai. Yeah, they're probably the two juiciest centre wingers at the moment. And then Roscoe, brother Roscoe, has just flat out said Fermor or Hiku fuckers. He didn't say fuckers, I said that. It was after like 9.30. I think it's Fermor and, really, there's a lot of people that are saying pretty much, yeah, Fermor and Hiku are the two must-haves. And that is... Questions for the week. Oh, no, I got one more from Twitter from Peter Elza. Uh, your mate Pete, you did interviews with last year or the year before. It's a good bloke. Jazzy loved Pete's, loved that, loved that thing. That well, there's, there's another one too. <clears throat> Braden Burns at the Dogs. He's had a, t- a try assist and a try in his first two games, but maybe he's the one that's gone back to back 70s. He's, yeah, he's everything. Ah. No, well, just under 70s. He's got a 60 and a 79. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, they're two pretty good scores, and the dogs have looked horrible. So, if the dogs can click, he could be one to watch as well. Well, he's there with Birdo. I think he sits just off Birdo, yeah. doesn't he? So, yeah. Um, yeah, so, Peter Elza said, Defi or kick? Defi to kicks, yes or no? Just flat out, yes or no? No for me. Juzzy? Defi to kicks? Yeah. No, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either. I know you're a Panthers fan, Pete. But he's just got those low scores in him as well. He doesn't usually string them back to back. Who would you go DFE to then? DFE to who? Frizz. Frizzle's probably the safe Frizzell. option. Frizzell. Frizzell. I'm going to say Frizzell as well. Yeah, I like Frizz. Or possibly, possibly Gagai. Fire, Targo, or Firma if you had him, hypothetically. He'd have Targo. He's a pair for me. Up to the second row. Well, that's it. I've got Targo too. And like Brad said, maybe I can stash stash Targo up there and get someone like Dane, who's, yeah, just pumping out those solid scores. And I think we'll continue to. He looks to be someone who knows what he's doing out there on that team. And it's just, yeah, you get him. And defensively, he's he's sound. You know, he's played a rep football for longer than I've followed football. So, dude knows what he's doing. All right. 
Are we done? I think that is about it. I uh, just want to say a special thank you to Julian from Totally Addicted to Supercoach on Facebook, the Pullman from Supercoach Hub on Discord. Link is in the bio for that one. Ross Mann, Timmy O, Brad Smith, and all the contributors for supercoach360.com. Um, now, hold phone before we go. What do we need? Computer people. We need people that know how to use computers really good. Okay, so let me take over here. What we need is people that might want to help out with the website, with editing, with content, um, or what we're really looking for is someone to help uh, come into the studio each week and help us with the cameras and the computer and running the video and the stream and stuff like that. So if you live in Western Sydney, you know your way around OBS uh, and a camera and stuff like that. We can pretty much show you everything you need to be able to do. Uh, you get to be a part of the show. And, yeah, we're looking for people to be able to do that. People maybe want to edit videos and, and cut up videos and stuff like that. We're just trying to create as much cool content for super coaches as we can. Sometimes we're battered, uh, you know, more than a sav on Smith Street. But it is what it is. Pardon, you are. Yeah, so, yeah, if you're know your way around a computer and OBS and you know what you're doing, especially if you live in Western Sydney, definitely hit us up, supercoach360podcast.gmail.com or wherever you find us listening, uh, whether it be YouTube or Facebook or, yeah, through your podcast apps, find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, you know the deal. Thank you very much for listening. More importantly, thank you to you guys. Uh, Yeah, stay coaching coaches. Have a good round three. Here's hoping we've helped. Good luck, peeps. See you.